Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 88, recorded live on Wednesday, January 28th, 2009. And here are your hosts, the man who messed up last week and isn't going to say anything about it, Andy Lowe, hi. And the man who hopefully didn't notice, Dave Play. What did you do last week? I, I just said I'm not going to say anything about it. Did you call it episode 86? No. Did you get the wrong date? Nope. What did you do? I'm not going to say anything about it. I messed did up last week. Did you forget Fry's birthday? I don't celebrate anybody's birthday. Mm. Well, except yours, but that's really just going to Mongolian <laughs> barbecue. That's because I take you out. <laughs> Damn it. Now I've got to go and listen to the podcast and try and find out what you did wrong. You don't listen to your own podcast? Not usually. Do you think Leo Laporte listens to, to Twit? I, I don't know. He probably has, uh, what's his toes, edit it. Well, I don't, I don't know. It's... It was the one they thing only, when I he t- does it. Have you ever watched him do it? He only edits it if he if he's made a mark that he needs to edit it. Oh, they record it and it's up like an hour and a half later. Not really. They record on Sundays for Twit. It posts on Monday. The Daily Gizwiz they record always on Wednesdays, I think, or is it Tuesdays now? I don't know because I I watched him do it once on Twit Live, and it it was up later that night. Oh. That is true. I don't know. It's the, it was the one thing my uh, announcing professor always told me was that we always had to bring a tape in, either a cassette tape or a VHS tape. And when we were doing our presentations, we had to record them, and then we would actually go and watch them mm-hmm. and review our own. Well, yeah. I mean, as a as a teacher in training, I have to record myself every so often and critique it. So why wouldn't but, you want to do that? Well, but Andy, think about how many teachers you've had that have recorded themselves. I've never actually seen a teacher record themselves. Right. For their normal, regular teaching, you're right. They don't record right. themselves. You you do it maybe every once in a while, and you'll take notes and you say, oh, I did this wrong, I should have done this. But on a, a week-to-week basis, no, you really don't. So you don't even subscribe to our own feed? Oh, I'm subscribed to the feed, because if something fucks up with that, I want to know. Oh, good point. Because I'm the only one who can fix it. (laughs) Yes, that is true. I keep on wanting to understand RSS feeds and stuff like that, but it's confusing. Didn't I I send you that link that I I wrote for a class that fully explains RSS? Nope. No? Nope. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Did you think you sent me this link? Yes. Well, you didn't. Well, hang on. We can't hang on. We're in the middle of recording right now. Well, boo-hoo. Uh, boo. We have to. We have topics to get to. Yeah. So we can get to them. I. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the first get one on the, the first one on the list is yours. Is mine. That's right, because I put it up like immediately after we recorded. Yeah. The Capcom MMO. Capcom was Street They're Fighter and stuff, right? Platformer, usually. Street Fighter, Mega Man, Resident Evil. Yeah, but if you think about the Mega Man Battle Network universe, they've pretty much gotten MMO set up for them. Wait, what? It was the Mega Man games on the DS, the Battle.net, like MegaMan.net. There was a Mega, Mega Man... You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? No clue. You you keep on thinking I played Mega Man at some point did in time. you? I never did. It was like one of those things that I completely stayed away from. Kind of like Zelda after the first... Well, I never actually even finished the first Zelda game. Hmm. I stopped paying attention to Mario after the uh, Super Mario World. Never for the uh, SNES. Yes. Well, no, you haven't played anything since then. Doesn't mean you stopped paying attention to it. But there was there was what, uh, Super Mario World. 
Then there was Mario on the 64. Then there was Sunshine Mario on the GameCube. Then there was Paper Mario. Then there was... The one that just came out. What is it? It starts with a G, Andy. Come on. Oh, uh, Super Mario... Super Mario... Super Mario G, yo. Yeah. What's bigger than a world? A solar system? What's bigger than that? Oh, a galaxy. There you go. Okay. Super Mario Galaxies was the one that came out. Yeah. I haven't played any of them. Okay. So... There was also the Paper Marios in there, by the way. I, I said Paper Mario. Oh, did you do the new Paper Mario? There was Paper Mario 2 for the Wii. There's a new Paper Mario? Well, it's not new anymore. It was new like a year ago. I, I thought that would be classified under Paper Mario. No, because there was an older Paper Mario. Oh. And let's not forget Mario's Gone Missing. Mario's Gone Missing? Yeah. What? Is that a game? That was a game. Mario's Gone Missing. Oh. Well, then, if you're talking about that, then we'll go with Mario versus Sonic at the Summer Olympics. The Olympics. You know, they're, they're working on a winter one. I know. I wonder if it's going to have curling. Is curling an Olympic sport? Is curling an Olympic sport? I talked about curling, actually, in my class. To really? my class. Yes. What did you say to your class about curling? I said that it's easy to make fun of because no one plays it. Oh. Would you like to come and defend curling to my math class, Andy? Um, I would have to drive over there and then... And find some way to relate it to mathematics. Yes. Basically, it's geometry and physics. It's, yep. like, it's like billiards on yep. ice. Uh, more like shuffleboard, isn't it? You know, you're making... There was a quotient of amount of money I would spend in order to show up Dave and make fun of him. <laughs> and I'm pushing you to that point. Yes. Yes, you are. All right, I have figured out Andy's weakness. <laughs> I can get him over here whenever I want. If I, if I have to humiliate you enough to do it, <laughs> then yes. <laughs> If you refresh the main page, by the way, there's a new item on the list. What What did you put on the list? Dave explains RSS. You could have just linked it to me. Yes, but this way everyone can read it. Oh, oh look, people.emish.edu slash dplay. Yep. I couldn't remember if it was on my emish or my umish. Orange and green. Gee, I wonder where I got that from. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Anyways. I, I understand how RSS works. I just don't understand the coding for RSS. Oh, well, that's actually not too bad at all. It's Everything is an item, and in the item there are just certain things that you have to have. Like title and description and yes. file. And I just need to see a list of the... Yeah, basically that's actually like what the Java the command list sort of thing. Have you looked at our RSS feed? Not in a very... I just go to the feed burner one because it's... Right. Well, have you looked at the feed burner one? Yes. Like the actual feed? No, the not source. yet. <laughs> if you go look at the source, it's all right there, Andy. Fine. So which, so, which Capcom would you want to see as an MMO? If they do it right, Mega Man... I honestly would think Resident Evil. But Too then, many zombies, not enough uh, uh, diversity. Too many zombies, not enough diversity? Have you well, played Resident Left 4 Dead? What? Have you played Left 4 Dead? A little bit. It's, it's, but well, honestly, I think of Left 4 Dead, Dead Rising, zombie MMO. Yeah, but how long could you get that to go for? How much of a game would there be? The thing with an MMO is it's got to be able to go on and on and on and on and on. Speaking of which, did you hear about the guy who stole, he embezzled something like 8 billion ISK, which is the currency in EVE? 
How does somebody embezzle money on an online game? There was game? a Flare Run Bank. Now that's just and, a stupid move. And one of the founding members took it all and ran. <laughs> are they? Are people literally trying to track the money now on this? The virtual money? They're trying to track him. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yep. I'm sorry, but there's some points in MMO games where I don't trust the other people <laughs> that I'm talking oh, to. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I don't know who they are. They're going under some alias. It's just like, yeah, who are you? What do you want? It's a player-run bank. Wow. Yep. I'm looking for... Seven, I'm sorry, 80 billion was wrong. Oh? 790 billion. <laughs> Some guy walks off with 790 billion of in-game currency. Hey, I could honestly see that in WoW, where you just send money back and forth. Yeah? Through bank accounts. <laughs> Literally, like, bank accounts. Yeah. And then you could just... You could just keep on circulating the money until everything else dies down. And I can't believe I'm actually thinking of how to launder money, virtual money, in an MMO. The problem with WoW is they, they track all of that. They track the money? Blizzard, Blizzard tracks the money. <laughs> I have a friend whose account was banned, like deleted his account, because a friend had sent him... Something like 30,000 gold. And so Blizzard shut both accounts down. Okay, see, now that's the problem. Is you can't do large amounts, like 30,000. You just have to... A little bit of... I should... God, I feel like I'm a criminal mastermind now. <laughs> I feel like I'm an evil genius. Yes. Side note, I finished the game. Finally. On hard? Uh, No, on medium. Why should I try oh. hard? No. No. <laughs> Was Congratulations on beating the game. I don't know. I, I don't think I ever tried it on hard. I didn't try it on hard. I tried it on medium because it seems like if 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 you give me a choice, easy, medium, or hard, I think choose I, medium. Yeah. Mm. That's not true. I can make you choose hard. All I have to do is attach a gamer score to it. Um, not really. Bioshock. Um, did I play it on hard? No. You have everything but that, like, one-shot achievement. Um, there's, like, two achievements that I don't have. And ah. that, those are the ones playing on hard with all the vital chambers shut off. Saves turned off. Yeah. Yeah. So I just shot down your whole... Uh... Okay, well, fine. Be that way. <laughs> I'm starting to realize it's like gamer score. <clears throat> if I have to go out of my way to get it, like, really go out of my way... Eh. What's how many points did you get in Assassin's Creed? I got none of the points where you had to go and hunt down the fifty flags or kill the fifty people. All right, good. Because that serves no purpose. Yeah. They they said they put it in the game in order just to go after to the people it. who have to get a hundred percent on everything. Yep. Oh. All right, so Star Wars is coming back, it seems. Is it? Well, you, you have a saying here that a laser weapon shot down a UAV. Oh, that Star Wars. What other? Yes. Oh, I was going to say, what other Star Wars are you talking about? <laughs> Maybe the original. <laughs> Fine. Um, speaking of which, did you see the trailer for Fanboys? I saw the trailer from Fanboys when it was supposed to come out three years ago. Yeah, well, they finished it. It is coming out. They keep on saying that it's coming out. Is it actually coming out? They have dates out? and cities. They, they had dates and cities before. Okay, well, I don't know. <laughs> but it looks like it's finally coming out. And the preview is, is absolutely amazing. It, it's, I wanted to see it ever since I saw the preview. Yep. Three years ago. You know how yep. annoying that is? Yep. Ugh. So, Boeing, Laser Avenger. They literally call it the Laser Avenger? The Laser Avenger. Oh, my goodness. All right. 
shot down a UAV, burned a hole through it, and it came crashing to the ground. And the reason that they're saying that this is so awesome and amazing, it didn't leave any sort of trail for people to follow back to it. The power of lasers is kind of crazy. Yeah. Because, like, it's light. It's sunlight. <laughs> it's just very concentrated light. Very, very concentrated light. The more concentrated, the more powerful it is. Yeah. Imagine that. I See, I want to know if this lens flare in the photo is actually from the laser. Um, since it says the photo is copyright Boeing, edited by Gizmodo. I'd assume so. Yeah. Because that's a pretty significant lens flare. Because that's, that's got to be really reflective, and you had to be aiming right at the sun in order to get that. Yeah. Well, I, I think the idea is that it's supposed to be firing. <laughs> right. But, oh my goodness. <laughs> got it. Well, I do have to point out, though, though, it was tracking three of them, and it was only able to shoot down one. Yes, so it it was a, a one success and two misses. Yeah. But that's one success more than the last time. <laughs> yes, but there was two misses. It'll get there. I'm not sure I want it to get there, but it'll get there. Why? What's What's your problem with laser weaponry? Robots and lasers? Skynet? Yeah. Do you think this is the precursor to the robot upheaval? No. But have you been watching the Sarah Connor Chronicles? Um, no. It's actually not that bad. Because I thought my Terminator ended after two. <laughs> you know they're working on another movie, right? Yes, unfortunately. Oh, Andy... Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 was great. The ending for Terminator 2 was great. Where she's she's talking about the unknown and they're just driving down that highway in the dark. Yep. Oh, so they actually there was a Have you ever seen the uh the other ending for Terminator 2? Doesn't the missile go off? No, they're in she's talking about uh some like she's old and in some park. Talking about how John's become a senator or something like that. What? Yeah, it's 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 a horrible ending for Terminator 2. That's why I love the, the one that they actually put in the movie so much more once I yeah. saw what their other their thought was. But well, my Terminator any, stops after two. There's nothing right. else. Nothing. Well anyway, the the way Sarah Connor Chronicles is set up is it's Skynet sending people back and sending people back and setting itself up for its own creation. I'm my own grandpa? Yeah, sort of. Well, that's how it was going to be anyways. Yeah, that is true, because the arm... Right, was what drove the research. Yeah. And the chip is what started Skynet, so... Yeah, they haven't changed that. It's still Skynet trying to start itself. But it's it's all these little pieces, like yeah. a chess game. But it's also, it's, what, what's her name? Summer Glau or Glau. something? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, maybe. It would just have to give me something else to watch on TV, and I've already got enough. <laughs> well, what? Monday nights <coughs> is Big Bang Theory. Have you seen an episode yet? <coughs> Sorry, what? That's what I thought. Um, and then there's How I Met Your Mother, which is right afterwards. Which, um, House is on at the same time as both of those on Mondays. Yeah. Tuesdays is The Biggest Loser. Wednesdays is Top Chef. Thursdays is Bones. Yo, then, I watched an episode of Top Chef. Yeah? I was not impressed. I Yeah, most of them aren't impressed. Which is what it's good about it. it it's, it was really great. One of the one of the uh, judges at one point said, "This tastes like cat food." Yeah, it's and I I almost want to watch it for the the failures in the kitchen, but it it goes against my nature because I'm I always hate watching train wrecks, but that show is just like 
it's just fun watching what they have to go through. Like, okay, here's a pantry full of canned food. Yeah, but you realize, like, any actual real good chef would look at it and be like, okay. Look look at what and go, okay. Like the pantry of canned food. Well, yeah, these these are people on the the up and up sort of thing. Go watch tonight's show, because they've got the, the seven remaining contestants versus seven contestants from the previous seasons. Oh, man, Andy, I do not have the time tonight. Well, yeah, it's also an hour and 15 minutes. Go, go watch it on Hulu or something afterwards. No, no, I don't have time tonight. That's why I said go watch it tomorrow. Go watch it on the weekend. Yeah. You have the they ability. Have, they only have one. Well, no, but I don't have the time this weekend. What are you doing this weekend? I'm student teaching all week. I have to get lesson plans done. Fine. If you say so. I do. I also have to get a, a, a D&D thing ready. I, wait, what? I'm DMing on Sunday. I almost wish I was there to see it. Uh, I kind of wish you were too, because then you could play with us. Uh, playing with you guys is weird. Yeah, well, I'm DMing, so it's got to be even weirder. Yeah. Yes, yes it is. The hack and slash is nice, but... It's not going to be just that. Okay, At least good. I'm going to try and make it so it's not just that. Good luck with that, then, I do have to say. Yeah. You people are willing to run through characters like they're water. I, I just can't do that. I, I put myself into each character, and then it's like, after every character, it's like, okay, crap, there's another one I have to think up. What about this, this, and this? Well, yes and no, Andy, because I I invested a lot in most of my characters, although there were some I did purely to watch them die. Uh, but I would never get so attached that I couldn't go to a new one. Well, it's not that I'm like, oh, I'm done with this character. I want a new one. No, it's that, okay, it's a new setting, a new story. I don't expect a character I read in one book to appear in another. Well, that yeah, that makes sense. But then you get to the point where it's just like... The, the, the amount of decisions that you have to make, the amount of backstory that you have to do in order for me to feel comfortable in the character... Right. To make it not be me... Is, well, but you, you to get do. to make it a different part of you. But that's... Uh, if I'm just going to play a character, I will just play the character as me. Okay. But I don't like doing that. It was... I don't know. So your D&D group was... The last one was weird also. Was that was Brendan the DM Brendan's, of that one? Where I was yeah, the, Brendan. The, the chef <laughs> of the Greasy Spoon Diner. Yep. And I literally had two character sheets depending on if you would let me play with the first one or not. Or if you were going to try and convince me that, no, maybe I should try re-rolling my stats. Meh, whatever. It was fun. <sighs> I enjoyed that character, actually. I thought you did a good job with him. That's because the guy was pissed at everything. He got stabbed and robbed. Yeah. And he just he was an angry old man, basically, by that point. Well, not old, but he was just <laughs> angry. Angry middle-aged man. <laughs> not even middle I think he was like 35. So he's before middle age. Right. Angry pre-middle age man. He's going through his midlife crisis a little early because he Getting was that angry. Yeah. So click to buy on YouTube. Don't, we, we should probably get back to yeah. our topic list. Fine, if you want to. Uh, well, we, I mean, we could just go off on but random you, we got We got more stuff hour. to go through. All right, so what, what is this click to buy part of YouTube? Well, on certain videos, if you hover towards the bottom, a menu comes up. Okay. And it says, hey, here's the song or the DVD that this is from or whatever. And it's got a little button that takes you usually to the Amazon page. Hmm. And so you click it and you say, I'd like to buy this. Uh, one group that is doing this is Monty Python because they're releasing all their old archives and all the stuff that they've got. 
their DVD sales went up 28,000%. Once they started releasing things on YouTube, their DVD sales skyrocketed. That is crazy. But it makes sense, though, because it's... YouTube is... YouTube basically has almost anything on it. And most of the time, the anything is crap. Yeah. So I'm glad that... If this helps get more high-quality content on YouTube, I'll be a happier person. They've done a lot in the last year as far as high definition. They broke the 10-minute limit. Yes and no. The 10-minute limit is still... uh, For most people, there's still a 10-minute limit. Yeah. I was actually watching a tour of the ISS uh, space station. Yeah? That NASA had put on their uh, TV station, well, cable... Well, satellite station. Yeah. Um, high def. It was like a 35-minute tour or something like that, but still on YouTube, it still had to get broken up into three 10-minute sections. Yeah. It's still iffy, but, I, you know, like the major motion pictures are going to be not broken up into 10 minutes. Yeah, when's that going to happen? I don't know. Because I remember hearing the announcement for it, but... I, I, think I wonder if this is going to be like the Who on Rock Band sort of announcement. <laughs> I know what you're going to be asking at PAX. You'll hunt down harmonics and you're like, where's my Who? Well, no, because they did put some Who on there. Where's my Who's next? Yes. I'll have to go see exactly what Who albums are on because I haven't played Rock Band in forever. I have the guitar. Did you ever find my Guitar Hero 2, by the way? No, I think I'm just going to buy you a new one. Because I have no idea where this one went. I don't know where it could have gone. It it should be right here, but it's not. This is what I don't understand. Some people on YouTube are complaining that their videos are becoming an unwatchable mess. What? Uh, I don't know. Interesting. So... I, I'm I'm reading I'm I'm kind of checking my newsfeed. There was one thing I saw that I I can't resist bringing up. All right. Competitive StarCraft gets a class at UC Berkeley. It's a student-run class. Okay. I actually looked it up. It's a student-run class. It's still going to be an official class for credit, isn't it? I didn't check that far. Once I saw there was no actual professor attached to it, I stopped uh, paying attention. Because basically by that point, then you're just, it's a, it's one of those student groups. But who would want to do that? Because I still remember in a marching band, cost one credit hour to be part of the, the marching band in college. And that was still, what, $200, $300 for just the one credit hour? Yeah. Would you really want to spend that much money to play StarCraft as a class? Uh, depends if I thought I could make money off of it later. Do you think you'd pay to play StarCraft as a college class? Uh-huh. You don't know? Uh, it depends. Do I get financial aid? I, as a taxpayer, would be pissed if you spent financial aid money. Yeah, that may be true, but... Ugh... <laughs> <sighs> oh. Yes, there's more to college than just the classes, but when you start making them into classes, then... Oh. So what's next? Uh, Internet Explorer 8, Release Candidate 1, is now available. They seem to be cranking these things out a lot more quickly. I still remember the... Well, well, how long was IE6 out there for? Years. Years. And then all of a sudden IE7 comes out, and now it's like, oh, IE8, Release Candidate 1's already out. Well, look at how how little time there was between Vista and Windows 7. Basically the same amount of time there was between Internet Explorer 7 and Internet Explorer 8. Right. But they I don't it seems weird to have this short of a Well, for for IE7, IE7 was a huge upgrade from IE6 including security and standards. Yeah. But now there's this race to be fully standard compliant. Yes, and so every every iteration is just trying to get closer and closer and closer to the standards. 
the question though it goes how many people out there are still using IE6 I don't know cuz it's like sure we're you and me are basically the bleeding edge of technology I I don't think you're going to deny that uh I try to be there yeah, we're, well, okay, software-wise, minus hardware. Hardware, the bleeding-edge technology is the people who spend $5,000 on a graphics card. Mm-hmm. But software-wise, Firefox, Firefox release candidate, Windows Vista <clears throat> release candidates, I do believe you had both of those, right? Yeah. So, but then it's like the other people where it's just like... All right. As, Andy? Yes. As of December of 2008... Approximately 19.6% of all browsers were Internet Explorer 6. Here we go, almost a fifth. One out of every five. I'll say Firefox, every... 44%. Okay, yes. Firefox is starting to get up there. Firefox is the biggest one out there. Who's doing the study? Uh, W3schools.com. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just looking over the uh, the IE8's most useful features. Yeah. What are they? Uh, they're saying their smart address bar drops down Which suggestions as you 3. type a website URL. That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Uh, tab grouping. Uh-huh. So if you open up a bunch of tabs from a single page, they'll all be the same color, so you can tell where your tabs came from. That's kind of nice. Uh, in private browsing, which is just the security, like doesn't record anything. Yep. Uh, okay. Tab crash resolution. Oh, so if a website crashes your browser, it will only crash the tab, not the whole browser. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's good. So that's that's definitely a new thing because I I hate that where you're just going through a bunch of links, open tab, open tab, open tab, open tab, open tab. And then suddenly it crashes, you're like, crap. Yeah. Which one crashed the system? Because it's like, do you want to resume your session or start new? And it's like, if I resume, it's just going to crash again. <laughs> so I have, to start, I have to start over again. Yes, you do. Uh, something about bookmarks, something about suggested sites, something about finding on a page. Oh, that's basically... Firefox already has that. Yeah. So, release candidate one is out, which means release candidate two won't be far behind, which means RC3 will be after that and then release. Oh, I'm thinking about putting a Windows 7 release candidate, or the Windows 7 beta on my laptop. Uh, just be aware that it self-destructs in August. It does? Yeah. Well, it's part of the terms of service. At that point, I will just go and um, put Vista back on the laptop. All right. Like it's supposed to have. <laughs> Would you be formatting it before you put either one on? Um, are you asking if I'd rather dual boot or? Well, or are you going to try and upgrade? The problem is when when Windows Seven goes, no one knows yet whether it's going to take your data with it. Hmm. At least nothing I've read says whether or not the data goes with it. That would be... That's an interesting question. Right. How many months away is August? Uh, Well, given August is the eighth month and we're in the first month, I'd say you've got about six months left. Depends when it crashes exactly. I'll have to... I'll look at it some more. Okay. Because I, I haven't wanted to actually go back up to Windows Vista on the laptop because that's how it came. Okay. So I don't know. All right, next thing on the list, Congress delays digital TV-ish. Ish. They did delay it, or at least the Senate did. Yeah. The Senate voted unanimously to delay the... Um, Digital TV transit, trans, uh, transfer instead of from, what, 18, 19, 20, 21 days from now? Yeah, 21 days from now till June 12th. So the Senate wants it June 12th. Obama says uh, he wants to move it to June 12th. They sent the bill down to the uh, 
House, and the vote was 258 in favor. Or no, yeah, 258 in favor, 168 opposed. Uh, it failed because it needed a two-thirds. Right. So now it's back on so again. February, February yeah. 17th? Yep, 21 days. The window between Super Bowl, which is on Sunday, and March Madness, which starts at the end of February. Holy crap, the Super Bowl is this Sunday? Yes, the Super Bowl is this Sunday. Do you know who's playing in the Super Bowl? Cardinals and the Steelers. Okay, good. <laughs> Do you know who the Cardinals quarterback is? No. Okay. Do you know? Nor who... do I know who the Steelers quarterback is. Okay. Do you know who's favored? Uh, I'd say the Steelers. Okay, good. If only because this is the Cardinals' first Super Bowl ever. Yeah, and they they barely got into the Super Bowl by the skin of their teeth. While the Steelers are the Steelers for freaking sake. Right. I did see, however, that Michigan won basketball and hockey this last weekend. Michigan hockey's not surprising. Michigan basketball might be. They're still I thought they were still below five hundred in the Big Ten right now though. Uh I think they're tied now in the Big Ten. No, they're, maybe it was four to six. Is it four to six? Checking. Be odd if I know this and Dave doesn't. Like I'm actually paying well, I would, why would I pay attention to my college's basketball team when I go to U of M? Um, how about the Fab Four? Or the, no, it was the Fab Five. Fab Five, <laughs> Fab Four was uh, Red Wings. Yeah. Uh, so we won against Northwestern. Michigan is 4-4 four and four in the Big Ten. They actually got to 500. Yep. Shaky start, but they'll come back. In time for March Madness, I doubt it. Well, depends if they uh, actually make a run of the Big Ten. Right. If they can, if they can start winning more in the Big Ten. Well, if they make a run of the Big Ten tournament, then they'll get an invite. Yeah. It'll be pretty cool. Still not going to take them far. No, but it would be nice just to get into March Madness. After all these years, yeah, you're you're right. Michigan hockey, however, is doing very well. Beat Michigan State. All right, next thing on the list I wrote about was Dr. Seuss. And what did you want to talk about Dr. Seuss? Well, I don't know. It's Dr. Seuss is all, I think it's just like the it's like the geeky kids book basically. The geeky kids book. I actually talked to someone who was I talking it was I was talking as I was trying to convince some people to go to PAX. I talked about you dressing up as Dr. as uh, Waldo. What does that have to do, with, to do with Dr. Seuss, does it? Not at all. Maybe the no, same really colors doesn't. as the cat in the hat hat? Yeah, but, that's probably what it was. But, like, if I ran the zoo, oh, which dude. was published in 1950s, the first recorded instance of the word nerd. You know what? You and I, we, we should, that's what we should do next year. It's not Waldo. We should do Dr. Seuss. Um, I do Waldo because it's easy. It's recognizable. You don't think the Lorax would be recognizable? Um, how about the first part? Easy. Okay. Waldo. Jeans, brown shoes. All you gotta do is just find that the hat and the shirt. Yep. That's that's the <laughs> only thing, because there have been times where I was just wearing the shirt and the hat and People are like, it's Waldo. God. I still remember even was like a went to the sports bar for this the Seattle game and People I didn't even know. Could get you out of there. Yeah, but just it's it's interesting to see like the stories behind because you think Dr. Seuss is a kid's book, but the amount of stuff that's behind him, like Green Eggs and Ham, uses exactly fifty words. I did not know that. Yertle the Turtle is actually Hitler? I really didn't know that. I mean upon reflection it's it's pretty yeah pretty clear and we all know about the butter battle book that sort of thing yeah again upon reflection when i was like four i didn't know that at all how the grinch sold christmas the uh grinch was boris karloff and the the narrator the guy who sings you're a mean one mr grinch is tony the tiger it's just it's kind of it's neat to geek out about a kid's book (laughs) at least to me (laughs) 
to see the like the the thought process behind something that looks simple on the outside but it's complex behind the yeah. scenes. So that's that's why I put Dr. Seuss on there. Okay. I'm I'm not complaining that you put Dr. Seuss on there. I just thought it was interesting. All right, we should probably go through the rest of these a little bit faster. Okay. Uh, explain to me, please, Internet Heritage. Um, this is the same thing that I was talking about. Remember how I said you don't have to upgrade your eyes? Yes. That somebody else is basically saying the same thing. Like He was pointing out that the uh, 2000 uh, Sydney Olympics was the first truly uh, online Olympics with 150 websites for the game. But as soon as the Olympic Games are done, were done, the, the sites disappeared. 150 websites just disappeared. Poof. Yeah, the uh, the exact moment Barack Obama was inaugurated, the all traces of President Bush vanished from the White House website, including basically all of his past radio addresses, speeches, that sort of stuff. It just disappeared. Hmm. There was even, uh, near the very end of the Bush's campaign, like in the last week, they made a hundred things Americans may not know about the Bush administration. Yeah, I remember looking at that. Once the changeover happened... The website changed, the link was broken, the booklet disappeared. So I call it the 100 things I still don't know about the Bush administration because I had never read it, didn't have a chance to read it. Yeah, there wasn't much there to read. So the guy's fearing basically a black hole for future historians. Hmm. That all all this information will disappear? Yeah. We go digital, you have to still be able to read and understand the data in the future. Right. Think of, like, all the data. People make millions, literally, by upgrading the software, that sort of stuff. Right. I don't know. If I wrote a program on the Commodore 64... You did? So I No, I didn't actually write something for the Commodore 64. I don't think I ever actually had a Commodore 64. I think we had a 286. Okay. And that, you're confusing the shit out of me there. I'm like, what? No, but I'm saying, like, if somebody wrote something in a Commodore 64, what are you going to do about it now? Um, pick up a Commodore 64 emulator. <laughs> you, you'd have to go get a Commodore 64 emulator. You'd have to find an actual floppy, floppy disk drive. Yeah. And then you'd have or to something. get it to work, because it probably has a SCSI connection on it. Uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you, Andy. It's it's one of the things that I'm fearing is that the history is disappearing. And I'm scrolling forward book. I should just have you read it at some point. So that was Internet Heritage. Okay. So why don't you tell me about Gmail on Gears, which is... Uh, Gmail on Gears was one of the, the first promises of Google Gears. And this was going like, oh my god, look at what we could actually do with this. Uh... Basically, it lets you use Gmail whether you have an internet connection or not. Which would be really good because there are times where it's like, okay, I need to check my email. And you only have internet connection for a split second. Yep. So this will it, – it has like the, the two offline modes where it's really offline and you're just running it from the local. And then it has the I'm constantly searching for a connection – and as soon as I can get it, I will sync what I can. Oh, so that's the flaky connection mode. Right. Gotcha. So, wait. So in order to get this to work, I have to have Gmail download all of my email to the desktop? Well, that's what you do when you have, like, Thunderbird. Well, no, I told Thunderbird just to grab the newest emails, not all of them. Because my Gmail's at, like, I think it's over a gig right now. Okay. So I would have to download an entire gig worth of email. See, but I'd, I'd like that ability. I want to be able to have all my email locally. It would be good for a backup. But most yeah. of do I really want to download all of the emails I get from Monster or the Disney Movie Rewards? Or well, Facebook? See, here's the thing, is it actually does choose what... It uses some algorithms to choose what it's downloading. Okay. It only takes 10,000 of your emails. But 
Why does it say it has to download all of my email then? Well, because it doesn't have to download all of your email. Uh, there are certain labels that it w- actually will not download your trash or your spam folders. Well, uh, hopefully not, because that'd be ridiculous. Right. So if you just set up a filter so that all of your monster goes to this other label that you don't care about and you never check, it won't download it. Okay. But it is rolling out as we speak. So would I really need Thunderbird then? Nope. You're right, I wouldn't. Nope. Because if I have have everything just forward to the Gmail... Yep. I could use the offline Gmail to just... Yep. Hmm. The next step after Gmail, hopefully, I pray, is Calendar. Once I have calendar documents in Gmail on Gears, I uh, that's it. You don't need Thunderbird. You don't, don't need Outlook. You barely need Word. Hey, there's some stuff in Excel that you can only do yes. in Excel. Well, there's also some stuff you can do in Access that you can only do in Access. Yeah, but who uses Access? I used to. Kate uses Access all the time now. Really? Yes. Wow. Which reminds me, did you mail your wedding invite yet? Uh, yeah. Okay. Is good. it not there? No, not yet. We didn't get actually any of them in the mail today. I was kind of sad. That's odd. I know. It's it's something I look forward to in the mail, and now it, there was nothing today. <laughs> uh, and I could just tell you what's on the invite, but actually you could probably guess what's on the invite. Well, uh, actually, I don't know. Would you actually go for the chicken portobello? No. No? I went with the... No. Okay. I'm not a fan of mushrooms. Am I, like, the only fan of mushrooms out of, like, everybody I know? Yes. Ah, okay, sorry. Thirteen other people. Thirteen other people like like portobello mushrooms? Yeah, I know I didn't pick the chicken portobello because I picked the London broil. That's what I picked. I I know, because it's London broil. (laughs) So... Uh, that's Gmail on Gears. Brain Age. Um, Brain Age, scientific study done by some guy somewhere. Uh, one of the <laughs> uni- university. Science. Well, I'm, universe, I can't pronounce the name of that. Reens, R E N N E S, in Brittany. Uh, Reins? I don't know. Rene? Rene? Anyway, he took 67 kids who are around 10 years old because that's where um, that's the age where you have the best chance of improvement, says the guy. Okay. If it doesn't work on children, it won't work on adults. So he took uh, two groups, did a seven-week course of brain age. Third did puzzles with pencil and paper, and the fourth group just went to school as normal. Um, researchers found that children on the DS failed to show any significant improvements in memory tests. They did do 19% better in mathematics, but so did the pencil and paper group, while the fourth group did 18% better. When it came to memorizing, the pencil and paper group recorded a 33% improvement. The Nintendo children were 17% worse. <laughs> and in logic tests, the Nintendo children registered a 10% improvement, as did the pencil and paper group. The children with no specific training improved actually 20%. Well... I mean, the, the the thing with the DS isn't that it's better than pencil and paper. It's just more readily available. Kids are going to carry around their DS anyways. Rather than a book of Sudoku? Right. I don't know. The other thing is it's it wasn't made... Pri- this brain age was not made primarily for kids. Well, yeah, but they're just the guy's pointing out if it, if it doesn't work for kids, then why should it work for adults? It's not to improve their ability; it's to prevent it from atrophying. Oh, okay. It's exercising what you have to keep it there. Yeah, but Nintendo says on their website that Brain Age can make users two to three times better in tests of memory. Well, I'm sure it can make certain people, but it's also, I mean, what was his sample size? 67 kids. 67? 67 kids with a control group. So he actually 
understood what he was doing. So, right. Well, he understood the importance of a control group. Was it a double blind? Well, it couldn't have been a double blind. Was it a blind? I, I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have his official reports on this thing. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, isn't it? Right into the microphone, too. You know there's a mute button. Not on this headset. You know there's a mute button on the Skype window. There is a mute button on Skype. I f- forgot about that. Well, I, I leave you to edit that little bit out. Oh, I'm going to have to find that now. It's uh, ten minutes into this recording. The second recording. The second recording, because Skype died on us. Uh, fine. All right, so I'll, I'll give you that point, but it's still, Brain Age is, it's fun, because I remember playing the demo all the time at Myers. Right. They had that on the DS for the longest time. But I think it's just the, the working of the... Right. So Microsoft uh, has next 5,000 jobs, including Flight Simulator Studio. Okay. Uh, however, they remain committed, according to Microsoft, to the Flight Simulator franchise. Yeah, yeah but did you actually read the quote of the Flight Simulator franchise, what they were going to say? The one that you had or the one that I had? I'm just saying that they said, the, um, according to the Microsoft PR, we are committed to the Flight Simulator franchise, which has proven to be a successful PC game-based successful PC-based game for the last 27 years. You should expect us to continue to invest in enabling great live experiences on Windows, including flying games, but we have nothing specific to announce at this time. Right. That that was so dancing around, are you going to do another flight simulator game? Yeah, I have a feeling they will. It just might not be, like, next year. This is... Microsoft Flight Simulator is older than Windows by okay. three years. Okay. The, the, I would have actually rather just said, yes, we're working on another one, not one that's saying, oh, we're going to work on great live experiences, including flying games. They're I, trying to cover their asses, Andy. They, you shouldn't expect anything less or more. It was just something that seemed so off of to the side. The way it sounds like, it sounds like they're going to try and make an Xbox game that's a flight simulator. That's what it sounds like, but it's not going to be Microsoft Flight Simulator. Have you played Ace Combat 6 yet? No. It's fun. Oh, okay. Have you played the original oh, Microsoft the, Flight Simulator? The original original? Yes. No. I did. Wow. It was sad. <laughs> I it's like, played it's with like a flight flat simulator. plane, and then they have one building, which is actually like the... The John Hancock building or something like that. Nice. Because you take Not off it. on some airport in Chicago. Uh, O'Hare? No, the other one. Midway? Yeah. Midway or Mixed Field? Uh, Midway. That's the one on the lake, isn't yep. it? That doesn't, isn't an airport anymore? It isn't an airport anymore? I'm pretty sure they shut it down. Oh. <laughs> so anyways... Uh, random topic? You're skipping over the numbers, aren't you? Damn it! I wasn't going to let you go away with that one. Uh, I was so close. Right, anyway, okay, very quickly. Because th- they actually put the December numbers and they put the the numbers for the yeah. entire year. Well, basically for the top ten games. Top ten okay. games of 2008. Number one, we play... Of course. Mario Kart Wii was number two. Wii Fit was number three. Number four was Super Smash Bros. Brawl. So, okay, top four games, all Wii games. Yeah. Number five, Grand Theft Auto 4. Number six, Call of Duty World at War. Number seven, Gears of War 2. Number eight, Call of Duty 4 for the PS3. Number nine, Madden NFL 09 for the 360. Number 10, Mario Kart DS for the DS. For the entire year. For the month of December, we play oh. Call of Duty Wii Fit Mario Kart Wii again. Guitar Hero World Tour for the Wii. Guitar Hero 2 again, Left 4 Dead for the 360. Mario Kart DS, Call of Duty World at War for the PS3, and Animal Crossing City Folk for the Wii. Oh, dear. So for the, for the year long, those top ten. Yeah. How many of those are direct Nintendo products? 
Wii Play, Mario Kart Wii, Wii Fit's direct Nintendo product. Smash, isn't Smash Brothers? Uh, Smash N- Brothers is. Mario Kart DS is. Yeah. So five, so five. out of the top ten are Nintendo first-party games. Wow. Gears of War 2 is a Microsoft first party. As is Halo 3. Well, Halo 3 is not in the top list. 10. No. Right, because that was the year before. Yeah. So wow. you have Nintendo first party, Microsoft first party, Grand Theft Auto 4, and is, then Call yeah. of Duty Madden. Wow. That seems like a very short list once you condense it. Yeah. Go uh, Nintendo? Yeah. Kind of funny, though. All the uh, hardware sales, software sales, accessory sales for December have actually gone up compared to last year. Recession-proof industry? Minus all the company layoffs and closures yeah. like Microsoft. Minus Flight all the companies folding. All right. So the random topic we did roll, it was a nine. Mm-hmm. Which is, on average, how much time do you put into each episode? Okay. Uh, so we, we how long is the episode? It's one hour. We record for like maybe an hour and fifteen minutes. Hour and fifteen. Hour and twenty. So I'd say about an hour and twenty minutes. No, I we spent a little more time on them than that. Andy spent we? a ton of time on them. What do you mean we, white man? Wait, 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 wait. Let me read this. On average, how much time do you spend? Are they asking you and I to average hours? No, on average, I guess over all of the podcasts. On, on, on a, if it was a, if it was just a podcast, nothing specific, not like the Guitar Hero Twelve Seconds podcast, right, 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 no, or the I, three I, I, hours from the Pax one. Yes, three hours of everybody um, scratching their own back. I, you know, I spend time on and off through the week looking for things to post, as does Andy. Yes, we we talk about it for. Anywhere between half an hour to an hour before we record. Hopefully more towards the half hour side. Yeah, but sometimes it does drag on. We get into yes. arguments. Uh, then we start recording, and that normally goes for an the hour. hour of, yeah, hour of ten minutes recording. So what are we up to? So it's of pure time, it's like two hours for recording. Yeah. Plus you know, time on and off throughout the week. And then I'm done. Well, it's, I have to upload it, but or make the the site for it. But that takes like five minutes. Yeah, I Andy, go and however, do. I go through, and like this episode of Split, I have to join them all together, send it out to a WAV file. I start running it through some of my post production filters and such. Then I go and delete all the silence, delete all the, try and get rid of all the hissing noise, all the pops, that sort of stuff. Try and quiet down Dave and myself. Sorry. I'm better this week. And then I have to... I know uploading it takes at least 45 minutes. Yeah, but you don't have to sit there for that 45. No, but it does basically kill the internet connection. Yeah. Because the and upload you, bandwidth you, is so tiny compared to the download bandwidth. Right. Stupid asymmetrical internet access. And then you press publish. And then for some bizarre reason, it actually takes it like an hour to an hour and a half before it makes its way to your news feeds and your iTunes and readers. Which seems kind of odd. Yeah, I don't know why. I haven't been able to track that down yet. I'm not really worried about it, though, because we don't really do any time-critical stuff. Yeah. But still, yeah, depending on the amount of post-processing I have to do, it could be anywhere from at least a half hour to get to the upload stage to one hour, maybe two to upload. Right. Which is why we record on Wednesday and it often will not appear until the weekend. Yes. Because that's when I actually have enough time to sit down and do everything. Or it could be like the last episode where I get all the way through and then I listen to Dave and I go, oh. (laughs) And then I start over again. (laughs) Sorry. One of these days, Dave. One of these days. Bang, pow, straight to the moon. Exactly.